Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Right, and like in Canada, what's the difference between fried ham and bacon? Well, I think that it's just uncooked like, ham. Like, I don't like they don't call it Canadian bacon, do they? I think they just That'd be weird. like so in Canada. You're right. Hey, they they can't call it Canadian bacon because it's like, yo, why are we calling it Canadian bacon when we're in Canada? It's just bacon. So do they call Look, pork bacon just, American bacon? I I have a feeling they but eat potato. I mean, ham is pork. Yes. Right. True. Do they just call it fried ham or do they have some Canadian word? There's no telling. I'm going to find out. I'm just going to blame them. I'm blaming America okay. for why oh. we can't figure this out. Canadian. We need a Canadian. You know what? Um, I have a Canadian. But, Canadians answer this question. We aren't bred enough to figure it out. But uh, I, I, I am going to follow up with said Canadian, and I'm going to ask him, "What do you call those ham circles?" <laughs> like, it's probably going to be I, just say, "What do you call Canadian bacon in Canada?" Because it's clearly not Canadian bacon. It's not right. It, it, there's no way that they would call it Canadian bacon, and if they did call it Canadian bacon, it, it just it feels wrong. <laughs> It feels wrong for me to call it Canadian bacon because it's not bacon. And even when it's on, like, when folks used to put out the uh, Hawaiian pizza, which isn't Hawaiian, let's just knock all these things out the park. Just because you put pineapples <laughs> on something doesn't make a Hawaiian. <laughs> Anyhow, um, they would say that it initially out here, they would say that it had pineapple and... Canadian bacon and then they just got tired of that and they were like pineapple and ham and now that's what those pizzas they consider to be a Hawaiian pizza in this area but it didn't change it's still those same cooked circles of ham so I wonder if somebody told them yo stop calling it that but I will the world may never know right the world may never know yeah, no. Bacon is what we will yeah, call it. I'm, going I'm forward. not going to know. I, I just don't think enough people care about what I'm this... Fried bacon. Not fried bacon. I'm just calling it fried ham. It's just fried ham. Fram. <laughs> Fram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll just call it... Well, no, because that's an oil filter. So... I was, I was like... So, Canadian bacon is from... See, <laughs> back bacon, <laughs> back bacon is the same as regular bacon. Um, there are, it's not at the same as ham at all, though there are similarities in taste. The bacon comes from a different part of the animal. Ham comes from the leg or shoulder. Back bacon comes from the loin. It's all ham. But it's like, yeah, but it's all pig. Is I mean, you, we can get all into. 
where and how and all that kind of stuff but I mean it, it comes from swine from the pig right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know shout out to the people who don't have pork on their fork but I mean that's that's what it comes from the pig uh, shout out to those vegans named Megan like really your name is Megan you know your name is Megan there's no such thing as a Megan <laughs> I, I met somebody who said their name was Megan, and I was like, "No, your name is Megan." And she was like, "No, my That's name really is really rude." My name is Megan. That's rude. It's my cousin. I can tell her whatever I want, and she was oh. going through a phase. <laughs> she went through a phase where all of a sudden her name was not Megan; her name was Megan because she moved to Alaska and she wanted to reinvent herself. And I was like, "No, your name is Megan, and you're from Georgia, and going to Alaska." doesn't change any of that she had just got done watching that movie the new guy and thought she could just i'm megan wow also my eldest daughter had a phase where her name wasn't shamari her name was britney and i was like your name is there's nowhere in your name is britney nowhere at all and you're what like not, not even nickname like how did you get what from Shamari to Britney and not even Britney like B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y it was B-R-I-T-T-I-N-N-I-E Brittany oh wow I was like no you're doing too much you're going to the encyclopedia of white names with that one and I will not allow it so then she switched her name to Angel my name's not Shamari it's Angel A-N-G Y L Angel. I'm not okay. allowing it. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like until you get grown and pay to get your name changed, like I can't let you switch it to something like that. And you know what? In all honesty, I should have been like, go for it. Hey Brittany. What up, Brittany? Like I really should have. I should have been accepting of her choice. But this was when I was younger and dumber. Like, literally, she was 10, and I was 23, and I was like, nah, I can't, I can't let that happen. No, I was 26. I was like, I can't. You, you gotta be Shamari. You gotta be. So, in hindsight, I should go downstairs and apologize to my daughter, because, uh, she just wanted to be Brittany and fit in, and she said it like that, too. My name is Brittany, and I was like, where'd that... Where'd the vocal variety come from? Like, it's not Britney, it's Britney. And I was like, okay, you've been listening to Britney Spears. That's where this is all coming from. It's Britney, bitch. And I was like, no. No. So. This is quite the realization. Right? Like, I. Everybody is not made for their name. I understand that and I accept that at this point. But when I was. when I was first told by my daughter that she wanted to have a different name, I was kind of taken aback. <laughs> because, honestly, I was taken aback because we had chosen her name. And it was like, what? I made a bad choice? Like, you don't, like, <laughs> can we negotiate? Can you use your middle name? Like, you don't think I chose names? Good? What? Like, she gets no nickname. Her name is this. But, but then uh, my middle daughter... Uh, had a situation where she um, 
No, she just started being called Izzy instead of Isabella. And I was like, is that a thing? Like, do kids as a whole just go through a thing where they just want to try and reinvent themselves real quick? Yes. Okay. I think I think it. Yeah, I think it happens. I also think that that Izzy, the nickname Izzy seems like really a normal kind of transition from Isabella as well. Yeah, I think I think I think my uh, my niece. I think that that's her. Wait, I think that's her name. How old is your niece? She's like she's in her twenties. Dang it! Now. So what keeps she's, happening? Like is she's that older. What what keeps happening is now that I've named my kids, I keep running into other kids with the same name as my kids. And so I try and find out who's older to see if I name my kid first or if I'm biting somebody else's style. I mean, you're biting somebody else's style anyway. I know. (laughs) Her mom wanted to name her... Her mom wanted to name her Toby. Oh, wow. And I was like, you've seen Roots, right? White lady. Yeah, I... No-go. Yeah, her mom's a white lady. I was like, there's no way in fuck I'm letting you name my daughter Toby. I don't know any black people named Toby. Exactly. That's because that name got X'd out. We've like, seen some shit. Like it, nobody that got, that got X'd out so hard. Right. There are literally no black people named Toby at all. It does not work for us. Like your name is either Tobias or shut the fuck up. Like I'm not. You, what's his nickname, Junior? But your name is Dave. His nickname is Junior. Bony teeth. Anything. Just not <laughs> Oh, Bony T. Why do I... I know somebody named Bony T. I also know somebody oh, no. named okay. Wacky D. Wacky D wow. is in the house. Wow. My nickname Bony when T I was growing up... I character just, on On TV4. Yeah. But I know somebody who I guess... No, it was Boomerang. Wacky D? No, I was saying Boney T. Boney oh, Boney T. T. Okay. Was Chris yeah. Rock character yeah. on Boomerang. With the and then let's see, Chris Rock was on Boomerang, and a little birdie. I always thought they said a little birdie was telling me, but but um, and then Dave Chappelle was on uh the Nutty Professor with that horrible flat top, and then Wacky D was in CB4. My nickname when I was growing up was Bozo D. I just really liked the name Bozo. I like the word Bozo. I like the way that it rolled off my tongue. Say it to yourself quietly. I'll wait. See? Bozo. Yo, all I see, all I see is that clown. <laughs> all I see is that clown with that red hair. And yeah, that's all I got. Bozo. <laughs> And then my other one was my rap name was going to be Hobo Scratch. I like the word hobo. I just like words that rhymed and just bounced off each other well. They just sounded great in my head when I was like 15 and 16. And my brother was like, there's no way you're getting on my record label because he was 19 and knew he was going to make a record label. There's no way you're getting on my record label with a name like Hobo Scratch. But I tried. Yeah, I mean, you got to do your videos in like... On trains and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hobo scratch. 
Like, you gotta be there. You gotta be looking like, you know, like in the Grapes of Wrath or something. With like, like the Depression or something. One like leg up, one leg off the car. <laughs> a hat. Or like a really, you know, dire looking trench coat thing and... You know, sitting there with I don't I don't know what you would have in your mouth, but I feel like you would have to have something. You know, like I don't know if it would be like a a piece of straw or like a, a you know the last bit of your cigar or something. <laughs> that's not, that's what I'm thinking of as far as like a hobo. Like I feel like you would have to go like full hobo. I feel like I would hobo. be the guy who would jump off of a um jump off the train and ghost ride the train and just walk right next to it. <laughs> And look real cool, and then the train would speed up, and I couldn't catch back up. <laughs> but yeah, this woman's name is really Tamantha. Single simulcast episode two seventy eight. Two seventy eight. Thank you. Bacon's here. Hello. Hi, Bacon. How are you? I have nothing happening. I'm just here. You're bacon. What bacon? You're always just here. Like even when you're not here, you'll be in my heart. You'll be in my heart. I don't know the words past that. I don't think anybody knows the words past that, other than Phil Collins or maybe Sting or whoever, whatever white guy sang that song. Um, but it's 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 touching that part. And then he says it again, but he says it in a different pitch. And that's when I get back in. You'll be in my heart. You'll I, be. Huh? I don't even know what song this is. It's a. It's from a it's Disney movie. It's I from think. Tarzan, right? It's from Tarzan. Oh, I mind bleached that movie. Yeah, no. See, what happens is I have these kids. And, um... Even if I try and mind bleach a movie, my kids find a way to bring it back. Like I tried to mind bleach um, Monster House out of my head. <laughs> tried so hard. And my kids turn into drug pushers. Every time somebody walked into the house, they'd be standing right next to the door. Hey, what's up, grandma? Looking, looking, looking sporty. Looking sporty. Yo, um, what you doing right now? Nothing. Walking through the door. Cool. Chill. Um, downstairs, we got this uh, TV. Yeah, word. TV. It's new. It's new. We got this uh, wonderful uh, TV. You want to see it? And she'd be like, yeah, sure. Amusing the kids. And they'd be like, let's go downstairs and I'll show you this TV. And she'd turn on the TV and they'd be like, you want to see something magic? And she'd be like, yeah, I want to see magic because, again, humoring the kids. Press that triangle button right there on that box right there and watch what happens and she'd hit the play button and monster house would pop up oh my god where'd that movie come from well i guess i better watch it again <laughs> again that was gogo slash izzy at the age of six and seven my son's thing was um the hell that he want to watch all the time. There's there's movies that kids just attach to and they can't go anywhere. And I mean, I can't really be mad at them because mine is Kill Bill. Like there are certain movies that if you're walking past the TV and you see that it's on, you're going to come back and watch at some point. No, I take that back. Mine isn't Kill Bill. 
black folks. Can I call y'all niggas niggas? Can I call y'all folks folks? Nigga folks, sisters, my peoples, y'all, them, they, y'all, all y'all out there. Roll bounce. Yes. Roll bounce is my, like if I walk past and it's on, I'm coming back. I can't help it. I hate that movie, but I love to watch it. You hate the movie? But I love to watch it. I realize I hate it. I do. Because... Why do you hate it? Well, because uh, Sweetness can't act and he can't roller skate. Like, it's a <laughs> double combination. It's just horrible. <laughs> like, they yes, never show okay. his face and his feet at the same time. They always show okay. his arms doing, like, a move, like a butterfly with his arms. Like, how you do the butterfly with your arms, dog? And then they'll cut down to his feet. And his feet are rolling in and out and back and forth and doing all these funky moves. They never show him just out there. And when they do show him go out there by himself, he's doing uh, breakdance moves. He's not skating. Ooh. So you like authenticity. I do. I needed some people who could really concerned. roll bounce. Everybody else learned how to skate. <laughs> Everybody else <laughs> did. Little Bow Wow's ass learned how to skate. I think at that point in time, his name was probably Little Shad. I think that he was no longer <laughs> like, don't call me Bow Wow. You call me Bow Wow, I'm going to hit you with this skate. But they called him Little Shad. Shad, Little Shad, just show him that move because sweetness can't do it you know he had the nerve to move from that movie into a movie called crossover and he can't play basketball either like how did sweetness get these roles these are all great questions right right i need answers speaking of crack because I was talking what? about movie. Well, I was, <laughs> I was Shantae's here too. Wait, wait, where did this come from? Wait, I was getting, I was getting somewhere with the movie. Like my kids standing out in front of the door, like crack dealers, like forcing people to watch the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Bacon, tell us something <laughs> about your show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Words. What are words? They don't always come together, but when they do, they boogie. Oh my god, don't they? Right. My show, my show Boogie. is 80 Space at Unreasonable Fridays. Mm -hmm. A podcast network full of podcasts. Yes. Of a variety of subjects. Like, and great people. Right? Amen. Everybody's, Everybody's fantastic. fantastic. Everybody's um, awesome. Yes, I know that song. Um, Everybody's yeah. awesome because they're part of a team. Aww. Uh, yeah, but my my show is about nerd shit and queerdom and uh, ranting about how video game reviewers don't make sense. Right. How the fuck did they put out a review for Monster Hunter already? There are questions. How they do that? Like, how do you have a game that's out for, like, two days? Oh, Shantae's here, too. How you got a game that comes out for, like, two days, and it's like, booyah, review? It wasn't even out for two days when reviews dropped. It was out for less than nine hours. I can't even make a good, fully cooked smoked turkey on the grill in nine hours. It literally takes me 14 hours to make a good smoked turkey on the grill. And I was just wondering, I'm like, even for people who got the game, like, a week ahead of time, 
How do you review the multiplayer aspect? And you know what? Nobody knows. I'm, and what, what about the end game? What How about the end word? Like, one of those, end- like, I called what? a monster dog and they called me a nigger. Didn't like oh. that. I I haven't I haven't had that experience. It's but... it's a it's a legendary. <laughs> <laughs> that wow! I'm sorry. Wow. Until I, mean, I, get to... I have been fighting a giant bird thing, bird chimera thing that spits poison. Oh! But I haven't found. That one. See, when you said a giant bird, I thought big bird and my mind just flipped. And also, until I get my fingers on this game, which I, I probably will like next week, maybe. Like there's certain people out there in the world who are uh forcing me to play Tales of the Borderlands, so I gotta get that done first. Well if you had procrastinated on that game, then I, you'd be playing Monster Hunter with I, us. I wouldn't have procrastinated <laughs> on the game if I hadn't not wanted to do it. So, um, <laughs> did that say, did that word did that come out loud? Shantae, hi, hi, Shantae. Hey, do you want to? Hey. Do you want to want to rescue D? Like, help me because somebody that I'm talking about listens to the show and they know that I'm talking about it. Fuck it, it's Jess. Jess told me to watch or play watch because it's the telltale game so she told me to watch tales from the borderlands and i downloaded it but then see what happened is tales from the borderlands starts with a t and enter the gungeon starts with an e mm-hmm. so to get to tales of the borderlands i gotta go past Enter the gungeon and that ain't happening captain mm-hmm. <laughs> so the alphabet is keeping you from the- from playing or watching this game the alphabet is fucking me up i swear to god i tried i even closed my eyes and said hey kid awesome choose this game for me and he had the nerve to make it past the ease and enter the gungeon and i was like yes because i heard the click 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 click. he got passed into the gungeon and that little fucker stopped on fortnite And I was like, no! Well, let's just duel up. Let's just, you know, you go get on your system and we'll play this. So eventually, I will get there. Like, maybe. Probably. Maybe, probably. But until I play Monster Hunter, in my mind, when you say Monster Hunter, I say Pokemon, Monster Hunter, Pokemon, Monster Hunter, Pokemon! Because in that hunting monsters too, like, do you get to, are you literally hunting monsters or are you like trapping them in a bottle? No, no, I'm literally hunting monsters. Oh, I thought you got to make them your friends. So make traps to uh, capture monsters, but that requires still combating the monsters until they get really, 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 really tired and then also um, I have to use special traps and then I have to throw smoke bombs in their face. Do you have a house? I mean sleep bombs. Uh, I have a room. So in that room, do you make traps? Uh, there's, a, there's an elaborate crafting system. So you have a trap right. house. Right. No. <laughs> no. No. And you're uh, a trap queen. <sighs> Hey, what's up? Hello. 
I've heard that sigh before and I know what it means. But I can't Oh, so crack. Um What? <laughs> so um right, I think we need to have a talk about your addiction. To crack? I'm not you, I'm, you, no. You you have we've noticed some concerning behaviors with you and we really feel like maybe we really feel like maybe you should you should uh see see somebody about this. Maybe talk to somebody. I can't stop loving you. Ah, you know the cry, the 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 auto tune cry. That's not what I'm gonna do. So crack. Look, listen, check it. Let me get this out real quick. Crack. So here's the thing about crack. Girl Scout cookies are out. Uh oh. And from what I've learned, they sell different packages. In different regions of the United States. Yes. So, from what I'm hearing, Shantae, you've never had a lemonade. Probably not. That's just sad. But I'm not a big Girl Scout cookie fan. Wait, what? Like, you know, people like, like, yeah, yeah, and something else that I don't fuck with. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like people lose their mind. Like, oh my god, it's Girl Scout cookie season. Oh my god. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm cool. Son of a fuck, Shantae. And Do, like, do you eat here. chocolate chip cookies? Yeah. Okay, what about uh, chocolate chip cookies uh, with walnuts in them? No, because I don't like nuts. Okay, I'm just gonna push past all those jokes that just popped into my head. So yeah, um, thank, thank you, thank no you. No worries, no worries. <laughs> I, I don't have to worry about them either because I'm allergic. See, so is Kenny, yeah, and my son, my son's allergic. My son's allergic as well. My eldest oh, it doesn't son, really bother me. My eldest son is allergic, and his mom does not give a fuck. <laughs> like she won't eat peanut butter, <laughs> but her mom makes cookies and she makes like chocolate chip walnut cookies and she'll just be like put them in a plastic bag i'm gonna eat these in my room y'all stay away from my room while i eat these cookies because i don't want you know the nut particles to get in the air around you and she'll go in there and she will Mm -hmm. literally see it's for cookie that's good enough for me and she'll go hard in the paint on those cookies and if anybody else tries to touch those cookies she will fight So the last time I got kicked out of the house, um, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't my fault, but, um, so walnuts, no, but chocolate chips. Yes. What about, um, sugar cookies? Yes. Okay. What about sugar cookies that taste faintly like lemon with frosting on the top and they come in a package that says Girl Scout cookies and they're called lemonades. I mean, if somebody brought those to me or somebody sent those to me, I would fuck with them. I would go ahead and give that a shot. I like lemon and sugar together. I like frosting on a cookie. So, you know, those are all in my wheelhouse. So I would I would try them. You know what? Also, I've heard a rumor that for this year and this year only, uh, the Girl Scout cookies, they have put Beyonce on the front of the lemonade cookies. What? I made that up. It would be dope, though. You know how many people in the Beehive would buy those cookies and not even eat them? Right, because they just got Beyonce on the front. Exactly. Limited edition Beyonce cookie cover. People would people would make that into a book cover. Hi, Bacon. 
Hi. Hey. So, um, yeah, ADD space. Yeah, totally. I, I feel you. Wonderful show. Um, and back full circle. Right. Like, I feel you. Like, we're there. So, um, Tamantha Johnson. Who's that? Tamantha Johnson is somebody who's been charged with a felony uh, for posting up a sex ad about her uh, husband's mistress. Yeah. Wildin. She uh, created a fake Craigslist ad soliciting sex for her husband's alleged alleged mistress. Uh, According to court documents, she posted the ad last year with nudes of a woman she believed was having an affair with her husband soliciting sex from married men. The victim claimed she received 100 inquiries to her personal cell phone, along with some dick pics. What's next for a woman accused of creating a fake? What's oh, next? Indeed. This is, this is messed up. Like all of, I mean, like this is messed up for the woman who is being impersonated, but also messed up for the lady who got busted for the felony. Like, like y'all really should have, y'all should have did like what Jeremy says. It should have stabbed you. That's what she should have did. She should have stabbed him. <laughs> I'm saying the rule has always been if you walk into the house and you see your husband or your wife or your significant other or whomever in relations with somebody else, you show your husband or your wife or whomever may be your hands. You get vindictive with them. Nope. She went straight to Craigslist and wrote out an ad and guys did not hesitate like look look fellas look you're listening you're guys all the way around in this nobody wins this is all bad nobody wins because they also trace the ip address of uh who sent out the ad then everybody who sent her a dick pic uh is now gonna be on blast it's just it's 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 horrible and she, it, it, like, why, 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 fellas? Why is your first move to send out a dick pic? Why? Like, do you think that's going to get you a discount? Do you think that's going to get you a free? Oh, I know. I know why they're sending out dick pics. Check me out. They're sending out dick pics so they can get a discount. They want to get half off or even 75% off because fill in the blank. Aww. Look at me, I'm feeble. Click, send the picture, and give me my discount. Eraser. Click, send the picture, discount. No? Okay, just checking. So, um, mm-hmm. there was another person, um, white guy. A lot of these folks are going to be white folks. So, if you're white and you're listening, <laughs> um <laughs> uh, you know, just want to say this white guy, uh, tennis player. That's also important. Um, he was suspended after he uh, told his on-court rival, "At least I know my dad." During their weekend match. Wait, like a professional match? It was college. Uh, Appalachian (laughs) State University issued a statement on Monday saying that Spencer Brown was suspended indefinitely after a match with North Carolina's A&T State University. And just so you know, whenever you hear A&T, it's a black college, historically black. I don't know how AT&T got started, like, but A&T, Florida A&M, 
Texas A&M, I don't know how that worked out, but black. I college. think it's agriculture and technology. Ah, there we go. Black college. All those words she said, you can like yeah. jumble the letters together and it spells out black college. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what had happened was John Wilson, the black player who's also A&T senior class president, said that Brown made other offensive comments during Sunday's match. He said, after yesterday's men's tennis match, an Appalachian State student-athlete engaged in behavior that was derogatory and offensive, <sighs> including telling the black player, at least I know who my dad is. And at that point in time, I would have said, and you will also know who these hands are, because y'all about to meet. I was about to say, did he catch some hands? Because did he all of a sudden get pegged in the head with a tennis ball? I, I just, I need something. Right, right. Uh, did, did somebody trip him as he was walking off the court like I just I need to know I got questions like I would have ran him into the net and pulled him forward so then the net went forward and then like go to a snap does that only happen in cartoons like where the net's like a huge rubber band where you can pull it back and then it snaps to somebody's face That's the cartoons. it's not that it's uh, not that taught then I would have I would have taught it to do it. I don't even know. I would have lifted up one of those poles until they came out the ground and then chased after them. I would have done something. I would have tipped a chair over on them. I'm not being gracious once you're being racist. <laughs> I did not mean for that to come out the way it sounded, but I am proud as fuck. A lot of words. <laughs> I'm not being... If you are racist, I'm not gracious, and I'm making a t-shirt. <laughs> oh my god. They are not ready. Um, but yeah, kid got suspended and then he's probably going to come back with an apology and be like, I didn't mean that. Yeah, that wasn't my intention. I apologize. I'm sorry to anyone that I offended. I'm sorry to anyone who was hurt, who may my, have been hurt. I what I said. Context. I apologize for party rocking. You know my heart. I have black friend. I mean, we like, like, like there's got to be a script at some, some point where you just like fill in the blanks. A Mad Lib of racism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the racist apology Mad Lib. Mm hmm. Uh, to noun. I apologize for calling noun an adjective, slur, verb exclamation point I am feeling emotion I just want to say I am very apologetic term about adjective racist term verb exclamation point and I will be punishment immediately insert line about God line about friend insert race I have race friends no further questions <laughs> it works 60% of the time it works 100% of the time can we just like make a shirt and deliver it to white people oh they wouldn't want it it doesn't matter it would be a troll troll shirt just drop it on their doorsteps oh they would <laughs> Oh, just I wish. throw it at it. Just throw it at their at their porches, like uh, like newspapers. Just yeah. roll around. Right, right. Just just like send it to all of them. Catch. 
Oh, I just feel like if we did anything like that, we'd end up being the bad people. A group of no, ruffians. No, it would all be anonymous. And all it would be, all it would say is a uh, racist white person apology mad lib. <laughs> and, and then have it filled out throughout the shirt. That sounds like another wonderful t-shirt that will never get made. Because if they could figure out that a black person uh, broke into a house because they found their DNA on a slice of pizza in the basement, they'd catch us too. There's nothing illegal about giving away free t-shirts. That's what I'm saying. They'd find it. They'd work hard. They'd find it. Have a white friend do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if my white friends trust me enough to go out there and do it. Because I don't think that they believe me when I say I'd bail them out. Because I don't mean it. No, no, no. They wouldn't get in trouble. As soon as they were like, oh, it was sent by this white kid, it would just stop. Oh, right, right. I feel that. It was a joke. <laughs> Right, there would be no. Where did you get the T-shirt? Who it would made be... the? It would literally just stop. Like, oh, you should be more tolerant. Bye. Kids are gonna be kids, man. It'll be fine. There. What? What? What exactly are we doing here? They're kids. White kids. White kids. White. Oh, right. I see what you're saying now. No charges will be filed. Thank you, sir. It'll just stop. It'll just stop right there. It'll be fine. Right. Like, thank you, sir. That's that's all. You, that's all you had to say. I said it five different ways. White kids. All the white kids with the fucked up tricks get away, get away, because they're not really racist. All the white kids with the fucked up tricks better run, better run, because we gonna get your ass. That's the whole song. I've uh, okay. I, I mean, not the whole song. I mean, I, I I I applaud your creative liberties. They were very <laughs> very libertationist. Is that a word? Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm for making up words. Let's add it to the dictionary. That is a Derekism for your behind. Libertationist. And now we go to silence. So, <clears throat> there was a situation that happened uh, today that I felt like we needed to talk about because it's extremely important. Um, literally has fuck all to do with the state of the union i don't i don't i can't we if something funny happens there'll be memes about it pretty soon i'm just furious that he's even getting the opportunity to talk um but something that did happen today that was awesome absolutely awesome amazingly awesome bacon tell him what happened what happened i don't know tell him i'm not sure what i'm supposed to tell what happened? That totally awesome thing that happened today. You know, that thing. We were talking about it earlier. It was dope. I got cake? Yeah! Wait, is that what happened? No. But cake <laughs> is awesome. Like, I got wow. cake clearly made by an eight-year-old. 
did was it was it the funfetti cake? No, no, it was even better. So, because my supervisor went had to go to a meeting, and then she came back bringing rainbow cake that had been decorated clearly by an eight year old, so it was covered in like fourteen different frosting colors and sprinkles of every variety. Turn up! It was awesome, right. and the cake was really good. <laughs> See, now I've always thought that for cakes. Like, Funfetti is the best cake for anybody. Like, seriously, but... This was, this was beyond Funfetti. It was legit a rainbow cake. What? With, yeah, like, the, the cake itself was, like, pink, purple, and blue. And they, like, the a kid didn't really make the cake, right? It just looked like they made the cake. I'm pretty sure the, the child decorated the cake. It was it was leftover birthday cake from her birthday. Oh, that's lazy as fuck from the parents. Oh, no, the parents were like, there is way too much cake. Make we are it. not eating all this cake. And my children are not having more sugar. Make your own fucking cake, Bob. <laughs> Give me the free cake. Make your own fucking yes. cake, Clary's. I'm, I'm, I'm here for this cake. And also Funfetti cake. So Funfetti right. cake is cake. shit. Like I, I don't even think it tastes different. You just think it tastes different because it's Funfetti. No, it's, I mean it tastes. It, it seems like it's it's like white cake. It is. It's vanilla. It's white vanilla cake because there's vanilla in it, um, and then rainbow sprinkles. That's literally all Funfetti is. And it's the best. And it's awesome. It goes so it. well with like every ice cream. And it yeah, soaks up ice cream so well. Just turn up like, funfetti cake. Like funfetti it. cake. If you eat funfetti cake with Neapolitan ice cream and you take out the chocolate ice cream because fuck chocolate ice cream. But if you're eating funfetti cake, it just soaks it all up and it just looks so <sighs> loving you. It's easy yeah. because you're funfetti. The only problem with Funfetti cake is the icing. Like, if they just left it as a white icing, that would be great. But they have to try and make, like, a Funfetti icing with, like, candy pieces in it. And that, like, why? Give me all the candy. Oh, hell yeah. No. <laughs> like, what, what's this nigga doing arguing about candy on top of cake? I have braces. Candy. I, I have braces. I can't eat the hard candies. You'll figure it out. Learn. You can't. You can't eat the sprinkles. No. Oh, I can't eat. They melt in your mouth, though. Not in your hand. What? What? Like I feel like we gotta play like violins behind you not being able to eat the right? eat the candy. So that's I, really sad. I feel like if y'all couldn't eat the candy, it'll be real. Like y'all be really put out. But I can't eat the candy, and it's just like more for us. Like where's the empathy? <laughs> No, it is sad. It's fu- like that's fucked up because I feel like the fu- I feel like the funfetti sprinkles, you know, the icing with the sprinkles goes with the funfetti cake. You know, regardless of whichever you know whether you buy the the sprinkles, you know, the kind of pastel joints, or you get your own, you know, own little bottle of sprinkles and you go with like the more kind of um, primary color rainbow kind of joints, whichever ones you like. They, it goes together with the Funfetti cake. Right. So, so the fact that you can't eat it, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. 
You missing out, homie. I'm not missing out. You're missing out. Those <laughs> four days. It should have been me. Sitting there with you, congratulations. Yes, I sing that to cake. <laughs> I don't care. I will sing Vesta to all, cake. We all we all have our own cake rituals. I don't what? Mm-hmm. You know what though? No. No. I'm not gonna no. Funfetti cake should just be made with like that white frosting, just straight up. Or else cream cheese. No, not cream cheese. That's weird. Oh, no. you know what? Yeah. I will I'm take not here the, for cream. You know what? Y'all do the sprinkles. I, the sprinkles are in the top part, and you don't really have to put those on there. Y'all just be wild, and I'll just take the white frosting and just put it to the side. We're all friends again. There, that's good. But yeah, bacon. That was the great thing that happened today. I don't. I'm trying to figure out what the great thing that happened today was. You know that one thing. If you can't tell them what the great thing that happened was, I'm going to have to tell them about a horrible thing that I just found out about, like, four hours ago. Maybe five. I, six. I literally have no idea. Okay, fine, fine. Remember, remember, listeners, Bacon had a great thing that happened to them today, and they don't want to tell us about it. No, I don't. Wow. What was the same thing? It was... Wow, this feels like a I, setup. This is <laughs> I had a day. I had a day. And we got this nigga over here going, what was the good thing that happened? I'm like, what? Nothing. <laughs> N-U-F-F-I-N. Nothing. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I forgot something. So much happened today. I, I feel like it was four days crammed well, into one day. Well, I, here's, I, here's an honest question. Like, you played Monster Hunter. How, it, when did it come out? Like yesterday? Day before yesterday? Thursday. Thursday. So, can I yeah. like join your group if I go online? Like, because I know it's called Monster Hunter World. If I go online, yeah. can I like run with you? Yeah. Okay. If you have a PS4, yeah, because I only have it on PS4. I have a PS4. Shanta has a PS4 too. Shanta should join the unreasonably ADD community. She should. Shantae, okay. why don't you join that the reasonably ADD community? I mean, so, perhaps I will. I don't. I, I won't be able to like run with y'all with y'all like multiplayer games. I'm kind of like the weak link, so I don't really fuck with those games. But you know, I would join the community and, no, and that, that's, that's the fun part about Monster Hunter is that if you have friends with you, they can help you kill shit. Yep, it's just like being a gang member. <laughs> and then the more people you have, the more rewards. The more blood then, you have in the car, the more bullets. Stay and then blue. the more rewards you get, the more you can increase your equipment, which makes you stronger. So you are no longer the weakest link. And the more bullets you got, the more you can load into your gun. So you're stronger and you're no longer the weakest link. Sue Wu. What? Wow. Did you just. I think. Oh, wait. Is that a gang thing? Yes. That's a gang thing. <laughs> That's a gang thing. Like, no, at first I thought that it was like a pig somebody's call? No, like somebody's fraternity or sorority call. And then it was just like, no, that's not what that is. It's a gang thing. It's a gang thing. <laughs> I like how you say that. It's a, it's a gang thing, man. It's a gang oh, thing. The, the ball just went off. <laughs> that's what it is. 
I heard it go. <laughs> it's a it's a gang thing, Charlie. <laughs> oh boy, Bacon, this is all your fault. This you make this fault. show awesome. We have literally only talked about like two topics, and we're at break. We'll be right back. This single simulcast. It's Shantae's fault. This is Aaron Rand Freeman. All my clones are dead, and you're listening to Single Simulcast. What's up, everybody? This is Classic. Uh, CEO and co-founder of the CSPN Network. And when I'm not uh, working on the many podcasts on our network or just hanging out, I'm listening to Single Simulcast, and so should you. This is Jarman, uh, a.k.a. Shantae's brother. You're listening to Single Simulcast. Favorite podcast is favorite podcast. I like listening to it. Hopefully you like listening to it. Enjoy. What's going on, everyone? It's Justin from the Three Fifths Podcast, and you're listening to the Single Simulcast. Uh, this is Ray, uh, aka Black Show Bob, and you're listening to Single Simulcast. Hey, this is Bacon from AdSpace, and you are listening to Single Simulcast. That was that simply was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single Simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook, or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, hey, hey. I know you're probably wondering who I am. Well, my name is Joy, and I'm the host of Fresh Out the Cocoon, a podcast that gets real about being Black and being fabulous all at the same damn time. Trust, you don't want to miss the things that are discussed on this show. So join me every other Sunday as I release new episodes. I'm currently on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and TuneIn Radio. Why are you holding that cheeto like a cigarette? Yeah, boo. Me and my mama. <laughs> Where's my mama's cigarette? Y'all know my mama, when my mama died, she, oh my God. she was trying to quit smoking. And she had a, um one of those cigarettes, the one of them vapes. Nigga. So sometimes I walk around with it in my ear. Nigga. Wow. Nigga. She got a Lucy. She I mean, got Pam. <laughs> Nigga. Pam was smoking. Oh, Did shit. Pam know if the mid was still selling? That's what I need to know. Pam probably was selling the mid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, this my is, mama know how to get a couple coins. Man, this is my song for real. She was resourceful. She was resourceful. My mother was resourceful. Oh, y'all, yeah. speaking of Pam, let me just tell y'all this real quick. When I cleaned up Pam's house after she died, oh the Fifty Shades of Grey book was open on her was open on her <laughs> nightstand. <laughs> Pam was reading Fifty Shades of Grey, and I found a vibrator in her oh. purse when I, she died. <laughs> I know. This I story. said I ran to my brothers and said, "Now what you doing, my daughter?" Listen, that's, that's why, why I, love I, I gotta clean my life up before anybody finds me. Hey, get up in hey, that red room. You gotta go to the my- Lord because won't he make you clean inside? Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome! Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the hosts during our monthly Q and Awesome session. You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup 
at paypal.me slash single simulcast. Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars podcast, and you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crown of Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. told you, son. I love Anita Baker, but you are correct, sir. From beginning to end, 365 days of the year, I want the You know what? I'm rock for this one. <laughs> All I want to do is take a nap with you. I never noticed it till just now. <laughs> I mean, at least she sounded like she was really going to sleep, other than putting you to fucking sleep like Nora Jones. Son, if you can't sleep, two two albums that Nora, Jer- no, Nora Jones' first album put you right Oh my god. Out. That's my and, um, and, It's um, so boring, though. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm, terrible. I'm going to tell you the best album to go to sleep on. Um, is uh, Boys to Men Evolution, dog. And yo, for real, if I can't sleep, if I have like straight insomnia and I and there is no way I think I'm going to sleep right now, put on that album, I am gone. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that album. I am out of here, dog. I can't talk too much shit about Anita Baker. My mom, when she was alive, she loved Anita Baker yeah, and Anita's, Patty LaBelle, son. Anita's the shit. Yeah, like, I'm sure Disney, but I, I still will listen to that song. Oh, yeah, I'll listen to it all the day long. But it also Yo, helps that she's the only woman from that era who's still relatively attractive. True. Come on, son. Patty LaBelle, dog. She got an ass, son. That's because she <laughs> eating all that mama's fried chicken. <laughs> All she yeah. eat is soul food. She gonna be a diabetes yeah, I, victim. I need to. I need to. Have, I need to find that that shit. Did anybody? Am I the only person on earth that remembers that award show where Patti LaBelle was singing and they gave her the Lifetime Achievement Award or some shit like that? And she was singing a song, and she just took the mic away and sang some out loud to the fucking crowd. And it was. I the- don't remember that at all. It was the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life, and I have never seen that shit again. Nope. 
she was probably yawning one day in the studio. So I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just like that. Just, just keep doing that. That's perfect. Oh, that was great. How'd you hit that note? I'm not sure. No, that wasn't it. Maybe if I hold my nose. No, that's not it either. Will you tell him to stop yawning when he yawns? That's it. Eureka! I just found it. Eureka! That's it! Good, because when the episode posts, it will be the one thing that's not talking about the State of the Union address. Exactly. It'll be talking about Good Night Moon, which I know by heart. Good night, Moon. What? Good night, Moon. And a comb and a brush and a bag full of mush. And a quiet old lady was whispering, hush. I was like, you have children. Yeah. So I got to know. Yeah, that's why I got to know Good Night Moon. But it's such a great story about nothing. Literally, Good Night Moon is a story about a kid who just doesn't want to go to fuck to sleep. I think I always thought it was about a kid who had insomnia and was trying to go to sleep. Mm. Mm -mm. That's how I took it. I've always had insomnia. And so do you say Good Night Moon to go to sleep or do you play a video game until you get tired? Exactly. Um, I will do a couple of different things. I will play a video. I'll, I will level up in a video game because leveling up is the most boring, tedious, necessary thing you can do in a game. Yeah. Like, like the process of level grinding is painful. Just, or, or item gathering is just like. It's like a warm glass of milk before bed. You just pass the fuck out. You know what I've realized? Over the past... Okay, so I got the PlayStation 4 on Black Friday. And so I've been playing it damn near every day since. And the PlayStation 4 has this wonderful thing that the Xbox really needs to get up on where if it turns off, it doesn't really turn off. The game does not stop. Like, you could turn it back on. The game is still in the same spot. Subsequently, I have fallen asleep like nine or ten times while playing a video game. But my fingers are still moving. (laughs) So I fall asleep knowing that I was at this point. Like, I, I am playing the game. And the last thing I remember is being at this point. And I wake up. It's a lot like when you're watching a TV show. And you start getting drowsy at like 15 minutes in but you forget to turn off the uh tv and so it just keeps playing so when you wake up the next day and try and watch it again you're like how'd i get all the way to the end because you didn't hit stop my fingers don't stop like i have and here's the thing not to pop my own collar but i'm not dying people i'm whooping people's asses while i'm asleep God status, ladies and gentlemen. God status, all y'all doubters. Shout out to the haters who tried to come at me while I was asleep. Guess what happened? That's right. You died. I drooled. There was no other thing that happened in the middle of that. Also, tell me if you're not sleepy after this, Bacon. Okay. In the great green room, there was a telephone. And a red balloon. And a picture of 
the cow jumping over the moon. And there were three little bears sitting on chairs, and two little kittens, and a pair of mittens, and a little toy house, and a young mouse. And a comb and a brush and a bowl full of mush. And a quiet old lady who was whispering, hush. See, the quiet old lady is like, shut the fuck up. Go to sleep. Just shh, 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 shh. And then the kid starts talking. Like, she's like, she is literally Samuel L. Jackson. Go to fuck to sleep. And he's like, fuck you, granny. Good night, mo- good night, room. Go to fuck to sleep. Fuck you. Good night, moon. If you don't go to sleep right the fuck now. I gotta do this, Grandma. He's white. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. Where the fuck you see a cow at right there? Oh. Good night, light and the red balloon. Now you're doing too much. Good night, bears. Good night, chairs. Good night, mittens. Good night, kittens. Good night, clocks and good night, socks. Are you serious right now? Good night, little house. And good night, mouse. Good night, comb. And good night, brush. Wait for it. Good night, nobody. Good night, mush. And good night to that punk ass old lady over there who keeps whispering hush. <laughs> good night, stars. Good night, air. Good night, noises everywhere. He does not have insomnia. That little nigga don't want to go to sleep. I gotta say good night. Can I get a glass of milk? No, I need it to be warm. I need it warm. Warm milk is nasty. Hot chocolate is great. Judge yourself. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) That just hit me. Like those two things are really in the same vein. But no, warm milk is nasty. But that's the book. That's the whole book, Bacon. Yeah, I, I, um, my, I, my eyes glazed over. Mm-hmm. That one good thing about having ADD, it just went, it just went. Yeah, I feel that. Over my head, yeah. it's gone. Yeah, there are words. There are words in a, in a, in a pattern, in a rhythm, and then my eyes just glazed over, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure time is passing. It's funny to me because when you say your eyes glaze over, I think about the guy in Rogue One, uh, Donnie Yen, because his eyes were literally glazed over because he was blind. Anyways, um, like that's I, 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 I've seen blind people before. Their eyes, they have pupils. Like why do they always make their eyes like? Well, no, his pupils were milky. That's what it was. Okie dokie. So, um, serious topic real quick and then another topic real quick um so the baltimore police department the baltimore cops are right are uh just pulling hella scams um like they are in court over one of the biggest scandals in the history of american law enforcement uh the corruption case that they're in court for is replete with intrigue as police reveal secrets that sound like something out of an urban fiction novel or a lost season of the wire uh, according to the Baltimore Sun, it started when a 19-year-old woman from New Jersey overdosed in 2011 and authorities began tracing the origin of the drugs, which led them to a Baltimore drug crew and the discovery that a Baltimore police officer was involved. By the time they got done investigating, eight members of the elite gun trace task force had been charged with crimes ranging from racketeering and robbery like this. Uh, there was one 
group, the same corrupt squad, who stopped a drug dealer during a traffic stop to rob him of $6,500. And then they went to the guy's house that they had just robbed and took another $100,000 out of his safe. Uh, Sergeant Wayne Jenkins would ask suspected drug dealer, so, uh, <clears throat> if you could put together a crew of guys and rob the biggest drug dealer in town, who would you rob? The Maurice Ward uh, had a technique of driving fast at groups of people and then slamming on the brakes and chasing whoever ran. That's... <sighs> Wayne Jenkins also believed that all young men with backpacks were dope boys. Or uh... anybody who drove a Honda Accord with tinted windows. Wow. You know, all of this is stuff that people from Baltimore have been saying for a long time. But no, there's no issue. There's no problem. Nothing to see here. Oh, my God. All cops aren't bastards. No, all cops are corrupt. ACAC. All cops are corrupt bastards. ACAB, Bab. <laughs> God. <laughs> And then, wait, wait, wait. Then, on top of all that, on top of this whole Funfetti cake, we changed the Funfetti to Gunfetti. Because there's a revelation that the supervisor of the unit instructed officers to carry a toy gun around just in case they found themselves in a jam and needed to plant one. When one of the officers was arrested... Officials couldn't figure out why he had a toy gun in his glove compartment. Let's talk about Tamir Rice. Right? I was just about to say. The fuck? I refuse to believe that this is just Baltimore who's doing this shit. I understand and 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 I know that there are folks listed to the show who are police officers. 916-572-9016. Call in and say whatever you want. Just know you can't shoot me through a phone. And I <laughs> clap back. So, wow. like, seriously. Six of the eight indicted officers have agreed to co cooperate with federal law enforcement agents and are testifying in open court. These are not speculation. One officer who was scheduled to offer evidence against the crooked cops won't get a chance to do so because he was found mysteriously shot in the head with his own weapon the day before he was set to testify. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Y'all keep telling us about how cops are like blue lives matter and all that kind of stuff. Ah, miss me with that bullshit. What we got here is literally cops who were coming out of the woodworks to pull fuck shit because they, because they can. They weren't investigating them. They were investigating a drug ring in Philadelphia and accidentally stumbled over one of them. These cops would have still been doing this. This is literally like a real live version of training day. It really is. Like, this is, oh my god, disgusting. Disgusting! This is awful! Mm -hmm. the, the whole thing needs to go. It just needs to go. Mm hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, Put if. The whole I, thing in your face. 
And and the thing is, it wasn't just white cops. Black cops were there too. It's it's Baltimore. Yeah. And I just I mean, want I, white cops to know we don't trust black cops either. Matter of fact, to be completely yeah. honest with you, when it comes to me, I trust black cops less than I trust white cops because I have no idea what they did to be trusted by you white cops. So there's that. Valid. Like, it's, it's yeah. having a white cop or having a black cop, um, having a black cop in a, in a police force. I feel like they are literally the most dangerous person. That's like having a white kid in a gang. Like everybody else used to laugh at that kid who was like, I got time now, cuz. I didn't laugh. Didn't nobody jump on him for saying all that stuff? He done did some shit. That white boy has done some supreme, severe, extreme shit to get into that group. And it's the same thing with the black cop. Band of brothers. Oh, we don't trust you because you black. Y'all, oh, 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 who matters, Jerome? Blue lies, that's right. That ain't the whole thing. It, it, that's not That's not all that happens. So fuck y'all, twice. Um, Now, while we're still talking about fuck people, like literally horrible people, Um, so Woody Allen is a, a, a pedophilic piece of shit. Yes. I, I think that needs to be stated for the folks in the cheap seats because some folks still ain't getting it. Like Woody Allen is a pedophile. Hella pedophile. Except there's people who still don't believe it. Like we, <laughs> like how do you not believe it? Right, right. Like how do you hear somebody? literally stand up and just expose their heart and their 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 fears by letting you know that their stepfather assaulted them or that their stepfather fucking married them like dated them or whatever have been like looking at us there like 15 and you don't have a problem with this how do you look at this and not see the issue let's ask diane keaton Diane Keaton collaborated with Woody Allen on several films and won an Oscar for her starring role in his 1978 movie, Annie Hall. She tweeted that she is still standing by the director, despite his adopted daughter's claim that he molested her as a child. Quote, Woody Allen is my friend, and I continue to believe him, Keaton tweeted. It might be of interest to take a look at the 60-minute interview from 1992 and see what you think. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to listen to the 1992 video because it's obviously something that's, you know, in, in their favor. So, fuck that, too. Woody Allen, who is now 82 and needs to just fucking die, uh, has maintained for years that he never abused a pharaoh and claims that her mother and his former partner coached her to say as much during their acrimonious split. Alan and Mia Farrow uh, ended their years-long relationship in 1992, and so he then went ahead and married her adopted daughter, Soon Gi. As the Time's Up and Me Too movies have grown over the past few months, many have spoken out against Alan, with some actors saying that they would never work with him again. Timothy Chalamet... Uh, Rebecca Hall and Griffin Newman, three white people, 
pledge their salaries from the movies to charities. But Alec Baldwin, who everybody really <laughs> likes from 30 Rock, you know, we're just ignoring the fact that he got on the phone and called his daughter a pig. Um, hey, I forgot about that. See? Spoke out in his defense. The renunciation of him and his work, no doubt, has no has some purpose, Baldwin tweeted in mid-January. Wait for it. Shante, what's about to happen next? That he was going to say he was about to buy NBC? No. White folks on this. No. They, they have a more <laughs> subtle way of going about buy it. CBS. He was going to buy CBS. <laughs> he, he was going to buy AMC. <clears throat> he was going to buy CMT. Like, why don't we have a white entertainment television <laughs> at least well, I no, know who ahead. my daddy is Nelly <laughs> but no go ahead what, what's going to happen next uh, he said the renunciation of him and his work no doubt has some purpose Baldwin tweeted in mid January but it's unfair and sad to me I worked with Woody Allen three times and it was one of the privileges of my career Blah 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 and you can, and if somebody comes up to you and is just like, well, why are you working with him? Why are you doing this? And you can just say, well, I think he's a great director and I feel like it's good for my career and that's what the fuck I want to go do. And then kind of let people, and then let the chips fall where they may. Exactly. Like this insistence, this insistence to defend your friend just seems silly. It's just like if your friend, like, how can you, why do you have to publicly go up for your friend? Like that, like, like that. Like you don't have to denounce your friend if you really feel like you don't want to denounce your friend. You know, as far as like human beings and shit are concerned, you know, but like this, well, that's my friend, blah, blah, blah. You know, check this out. You should be like, no, nobody has to, well, fuck your friend. Fuck you. (laughs) There is zero reason to cape. Right? You know what? Zero reason to cape for any of these people. Like, Shutting the fuck up is free. Right. Is that a t-shirt yet? I feel like it should be a t-shirt. Oh no, I've I've heard it for so many years. Right, but they don't I mean, hear they act, it. And I don't know, they act like like this whole thing, like see the whole thing. Here's Woody Allen. He's 82. Nobody's going to take away whatever prestige that he's gained from being whatever kind of director people feel like he is as far as movies and shit are concerned. He's always going to be fucking Woody Allen. There's always going to be people who say like, well, he was a dope director because of the time frame that he was in and the movie that he made. And Annie Hall is always going to be Annie Hall. And that's really it. So I don't understand these people acting like people acknowledging what Dylan Farrell saying that he did is somehow take it's like taking away from who like why are you trying to defend his legacy kind it's just it's strange because it's because nothing's gonna he's not gonna stop being rich he's not gonna stop being able to make movies because he's fucking woody allen somebody's gonna give him some money or he can make he can put his own money up he's woody allen like why are you acting like 
He's, his career is over behind this shit. It's not. That's what's fucked up about it. That's what any of these dudes or any right. of these people like still got nobody, jobs. Nobody's been canceled. Right. Nope. Like, like nobody has. The only person who kind of lost work was Kevin Spacey, but I think something else positive happened to him. Let's, and it was, it was just one thing. Like, there hasn't been any punishments. There hasn't been any consequences. Meanwhile, Monique asked for a raise, and niggas is just like, uh, get her out the paint. Like, I just want to, men and women. Guys just keep on skipping through, fucking up all over the place, and nobody's like, let, let well, no, people are like, let's just give him one more chance. Let's just, he's, did you, he made, he made, he made Billy Jean. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He made Annie Hall. Do you, you know what? I have never seen a Woody Allen movie. Me neither. Me neither. I don't. I don't I get it. I think I had to watch one in school. I think I had to watch one in school. It's fine. I'm alive. I am breathing air. I wish. You yeah, had. like, like <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just like I understand that Woody Allen is like some elder statesman as far as cinema is concerned and everything but it's just I think you can get by without really fucking with it if that's what it really comes down to there's other people there's other directors there's other writers there's other movies and he ain't shit when it comes to hip hop Like, I mean, even if it's just like, you could, like, yeah, like, okay, y'all fuck with Woody Allen and y'all think the shit was dope and okay, cool, 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 whatever. But it's this, he's my friend. And then, yeah, you know, and then, and then, why is your experience with somebody, you know, as far as Alec Baldwin is concerned, why is your experience on set supposed to negate? Dylan Farrell's experience as far as living her life with this person. Like, that doesn't negate, like, doesn't do anything. I, I There's just want... all kinds of people who who conduct themselves one way on the job mm-hmm. and conduct themselves a totally different way in their home. It doesn't make any sense. I just want to that's remind all... Oh, sorry. Say that again. I'm sorry. I was going to say, that's why he should just shut the fuck up. Right. Exactly. I just want to warn all of my friends, all of my male associates, all of my compatriots out there, that if you fuck up, don't expect me to stand up for you. I'm not going to be like, he's my friend and I don't see what y'all see. I'm going to be like, fuck that nigga. So, um, like if you do dirt, if you hurt somebody, if you do something, don't do it around me. I, I I will quickly X you out the game. I literally have a one strike method. I, I've been working on it. I've been praying on it. Uh, walk me as I walk with Jesus, but it's not here yet. So, yeah. Yeah, that nigga, uh, so-and-so did that. Oh, yeah. I knew him. Wasn't he your best friend? Nah, fuck that nigga. If Jesus came down and smoked somebody, he'd be like, fuck that nigga. But he's Jesus, <laughs> yeah. But that nigga fucked up. 
Did you see what he did? That nigga turned water into wine and then tried to put a roofie in it. And I had to call the cops on that nigga before he could give it to somebody. Fuck that nigga. I don't care who it is. I'm not supporting somebody who's doing bad shit. I'm not supporting somebody who's doing wrong. That's not the way that this works. That's not the way that the world should work. You should not feel like you have to stand up for your friends who are fucking up. You should feel like you need to counsel your friends before they fuck up. Like, why didn't somebody... Yo, Woody. This shit that you got going on right now, dog, it's it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I'm not here for it. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, you... Uh, yeah, you produced that movie. Go for it. As soon as it comes out, I'm telling everybody. Like, why didn't somebody who was high-powered like, literally stop him? Why are we coddling men... Why are we coddling them? Oh, because he's a genius. You know how many people knew about Larry Nasser? Apparently, the president of uh, Michigan State knew about her for years and didn't do shit. Uh, the coaches at Michigan State knew about her for years and didn't do shit. Like the basketball coach, or football coach, gymnastics coach, they all knew about it, didn't do shit. All these people knew about this guy who's assaulting young ladies, who's assaulting people at his school. Nobody said we need to protect these children. Nobody ever does that. That's the problem. Right now, literally, I'm sitting here on this story that we're going to get to in a second. But right now, down the corner, there's another story about this punk-ass motherfucker named Mark Sailing, who, or Mark Saling, whatever, who committed suicide because he's a fucking pedophile who had child pornography and was about to be tried. He was about to go to jail. And all the stories that I see aren't saying that he was a pedophile. They're not saying that he was doing any of that. They just say that he died in an apparent suicide. Stop protecting evil. Stop protecting the wrong people. Protect the children. You want to protect somebody? You want to do something great with your life today? Go protect a child. Go stand up for somebody. It's scary. I know. It's really, 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 really wild. And your heart starts beating really fast. And you don't know if you're going to say the right words. If you can't say the right words, speak with your hands. Use sign language on their jaw. Give them something they can feel. But protect these kids. According to TMZ, Salling died of an apparent suicide by hanging and was found in a riverbed adjacent to a little league baseball field. And nobody, do you, do you know, do you know that it takes four paragraphs in this story written by Variety to mention that he recently, by the way, he recently pled guilty to charge of possession of child pornography and was facing only four to seven years in prison. The child pornography that he had included children as young as three. They don't mention that until like the fourth paragraph. Stop protecting people who are doing wrong. Just stop. I have no respect for you if you're caping for somebody who's fucked up. I rarely have respect for you if you're caping, period. 
but if you're caping for the absolutely wrong side, you can miss me. Because I won't miss you. Oh, and this. In December 2015, he was first arrested for possessing child pornography. This is all in the sentences underneath his picture where people usually wouldn't get to. He was indicted and charged in May of 2016. He had a laptop and a flash drive on it. And then after they say all that, but he was known on Glee as Puck Puckerman. Priorities. Priorities. Priorities are what leads you to say, hey, why didn't um the the, the Grammys that y'all vote for, why didn't more women get awards? And the guy who voted for on the literal chief of the Grammys says, uh, they just need to get good. <laughs> get better. Get good. You know, you need to step up and do something. Yeah. Did you say to step up? Yes. Yeah, to step up, yes. Yeah, fuck that guy. Which is, which is silly, you know, because I guess this is one of those things as far as, like, these awards and stuff are concerned and the Grammys is this idea that I guess the system is... I mean, I think the system is flawed. You're asking human beings to kind of choose what they think is good. Mm-hmm. And if the system is flawed then how can you say one person is worthy or not worthy of whatever mm-hmm. you know to being nominated or winning or whatever it's just it doesn't make it to me it doesn't make any sense because i guess to go it kind of goes back to uh i felt like when when people were talking about girls trip and how it wasn't nominated for a golden globe now i did not see girls trip it was good. So Girl, it's a booty hole. So I, well, I can't say whether or not it's good, but, but the idea that somehow Girls Trip isn't worthy to me meant that every movie that's ever been nominated for the Golden Globes was worthy of a Golden Globe. And there's no way. There's all kinds of movies that get that get nominated for shit, and you're kind of like, what? Why did that get nominated? How did that get nominated? I didn't even see that movie. It doesn't even seem like you sit down and watch it, and you're just like, this movie ain't even good. Mm-hmm. This isn't even entertaining. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, this idea that somehow there's something that women have to do. They have to get better. They have to step up. Like somehow their shit wasn't as good as the others. You know, there's the other stuff that was nominated. It seems silly. It probably, you know, more than likely it was. It's just motherfuckers didn't pick it. So there was a movie that came out this year called uh, Lady Bird. Mm. And yeah. uh while I was up in Seattle for PodCon, PodCon, um, yeah. I <laughs> I um went to a movie theater on Bainbridge Island and sat there by myself and watched uh Lady Bird. I was supposed to go see Thor Ragnarok with Bacon, but I was like, fuck that. I've seen that already. A movie passed, so I went to see a ladybird and i sat in the back of that movie theater which is about ladybird is about a young lady at a school that i know because it's based here in sacramento it was supposed to be a movie for me it was supposed to speak to me and it was literally one of the most boring movies i had seen and i fell asleep 
doesn't mean that when they vote for movies i'm gonna be like fuck that movie it just means that it didn't speak to me and that's why honestly i i award shows are dumb award shows are dumb um reality tv shows where uh the audience chooses who the uh (laughs) winner is it's dumb because everybody doesn't call in um everybody look 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 keep it real keep it 100 keep it real let's go any show where it records first on the east coast and then shows on the west coast for a long time those shows were immediately invalid as far as shows where people would call in because they cut off calls they'd be like this show was Mm. recorded earlier don't call in nobody on the west coast can call in so all of those votes are invalid to me um but this dude, Neil Portnow, said, um, it has to begin with women who have the creativity in their hearts and souls, who want to be musicians, who want to be engineers, producers, who want to be a part of the industry on the executive level. They need to step up because I think they will be welcome. I don't have personal experience of those type of brick walls that you face, but I think it's upon us, us as an industry, to make the welcome mat very obvious, breeding opportunities for all people who want to be creative and paying it forward and creating that next generation of artists. You're- okay, see, this almost sounds like like he like he's like to say women. I'm assuming who he, that's who he's talking about. Like, you know, they should step up, but then also acknowledging that he doesn't have to deal with whatever walls that they have to deal with seems like it's double speak. You know? Like what it should be is saying what he should be saying is we need more women producers, you know, we need more women engineers. We need more women, you know, whatever whatever it is, whoever's got the roadblocks in front of them. That's who we need to to mentor, to encourage, to, you know, whatever, so that we don't have to have it look like this because it shouldn't look like this. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's but that's not what it sounds like. If you still telling people who are dealing with roadblocks that, yo, y'all just got to hop over them bitches like that, <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense because because then you because you got double speaking, people are going to take people are going to choose whatever makes sense in their head you know so if you say okay y'all supposed to hop over some shit but then on the other side you're saying well we need to you know stop these roadblocks if you think that people don't have any roadblocks then you're just gonna say well yeah they need to hop over some shit right it's completely ignoring the fact that there are multiple multiple roadblocks in place and those roadblocks are placed by men right so maybe maybe y'all should step up right like that's i mean that's basically what it seems like with a whole bunch with all of this stuff is it's dudes it's dudes have the power they're the head of this or that or whatever and so you know they they're the ones who are gonna have to you know change the game whatever that you know whatever the game is they're gonna have to change it they're gonna have to step step back you know relinquish some power the whole fucked up thing is is when motherfuckers are in power they don't do that shit mm-hmm. right and ain't nobody gonna start doing it until uh maybe probably until uh somebody who's not 
already on top of the pyramid finally gets up there, but you're not letting them get up there while you're challenging them and telling them to step up. That's like a kid being at the top of the slide, the sixth grader being at the top of the slide and won't let anybody else go up there. And they're like, you know what? If you come up here, I'll let you do whatever you want. But everybody else is a kindergartner. You're not really giving them the opportunity to step up. You're standing at the top of the slide. Like I won't let you get past this last ladder or this last step. Bacon, I know you got to take off. Uh, Go ahead and tell folks again where they can find you at. Uh, Do shout outs and things of that nature. I am Elise Bacon. Also just Bacon Bacon. from D-Space at Unreasonable Fridays. And I'm going to give a shout out to... All of the wonderful people I met at PodCon! 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 So, all you folks that I met from the Black Guy Who Tips group, and just everybody who I met there, that was awesome. I finally got to see Derek in person. Derek! Oh, I know him. What? Who's Derek? I know him. I know that guy. Uh, yeah, his, his nickname is Bozo D. Oh dang! Um, and we all had cupcakes, and we had cupcakes, and there were pictures of cupcakes. Yes. And also, a shout out to. Oh my god, that's such. Never mind. I'm not doing a shout out to that because I forgot the name because my brain. It's okay. I understand. I was going to give a shout out to the Facebook group. Oh, the Black Podcasters Hub (BPH). What's good? Black Podcasters Hub. Yes. Shout out to all of y'all doing the thing. Okay, I'm awkwardly ending my I'm awkwardly ending my awkward shout outs. No worries. I am um going to uh take this time out to say that we are extremely grateful to everybody who is showing support to the single simulcast uh whether it's through sharing the show on patreon telling your friends about it telling your mom about it even though you you know your mom doesn't understand like mom (laughs) mom actually right now right now i want to send a shout out to stephanie um from the mocha minutes podcast who is currently storming through every single episode we did that includes the book of lies and um bless her heart bless her heart completely and totally i don't even want to do that girl um yeah no way (laughs) and um so i want to take this time out real quick to uh play this little clip and then i have some questions for shante because that's how we get down so hold on one second um discard that yes i am sure uh open this up import shante because i'm pretty sure i'm right about this 95 percent sure um nope none of that uh where is it there it is my fault okay here we go um nope that wasn't it oh well that's all right um it's right here yep it's right here all right so ready let's go single simulcast is about a lot of things this podcast may make you laugh cry or pound your fists into your desk shantae yes yes when that was written when you said that 
We were in the middle of recording all of those chapters from the Book of Lies, weren't we? Yes, yes. So this is what you want to do when you hear the show about the Book of Lies. No, no actually, because I saw you and, and, and Stephanie talking talk about, about that. that. Actually, I don't know how, know how much it was inspired, inspired by the Book of Lies as much as it, it, it was inspired by the, by the show, show as a as whole. whole. Like, like from the from times the time when I was just listening to it and not being not on the show, because I feel like there have been times where you have bared your heart, you know, and... I was, I was crying, crying listening, listening to some, to of, some of the stuff. stuff. You know, no, I, was, I was, you know, you hurting, hurting for you, you or, or, you know, you know laughing, laughing with you, you or whatever. Or whatever. So, so it was, it was more, about more about the show, show. you know, you know and, and especially, and, especially and, and I feel like there's been times where we've talked about different things that have nothing to do with Rachel Dole's all, but still make us, you know, angry. Yeah. And everything. And it felt like it was... It, for, me, for me, it was, it was about, about the whole, the whole show. show. It was it about was the about show, the as, show a as a whole, single side that it that, that, it, that, it, that you that might you laugh, laugh, you might cry, you might get, might upset, get upset at the things, at the things that we that we, that we that talk we about. about. I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't quite certain, but I was like on the ropes as far as being certain. Okay. Um, we got a couple, well, not a couple, we got some reviews and we really do appreciate them. Again, if you want to leave a review, uh, just go to the Facebook page for single simulcast. Um, if you leave a review there, we get a notification. We strive to read those. Uh, it's difficult for folks to get to iTunes because folks don't fuck with iTunes like that. Um, it's difficult for folks to get to Google Play if you're listening on Podcast Addict or something like that. And folks don't go to Stitcher if they're not listening to Stitcher. But y'all can all, from your phone, go to the Facebook page for Single Simulcast and just leave a review. Uh, this review was left by, uh, Tally, uh, Tally Michaels. Um, and it is five stars and it says, uh, enlightening, hilarious, apologetic, unapologetically black. Y'all should come through. I love that. We're unapologetically black. That means us, Shante. As a group, I mean, I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's cool. I don't necessarily refer to myself as that way, but I mean, we do strive to. I mean, we are a black podcast. We are black. We do talk about black things. So that's what's up. Yeah, and I mean, it. I don't really. Is there any other way to be like? To not be the opposite of unapologetically black is apologetically black. Like, I'm sorry for being a black person. Is that like, I don't, I'm guessing that that's how the term works. Like the inverse of it. I I mean, mean, perhaps. perhaps. I don't don't, don't know. know. For one, one, that that I think there's there's people people who who, perhaps perhaps like like Tally. That is, that is a compliment, a compliment and, and mm-hmm. as a compliment, compliment I, appreciate I appreciate it. Oh yeah. And then I think there are other people. And then I think there are other people who hear it and have and have questions the same way you do. You know. You know. And it just 
you know, because other people are just like, well, how, how are you supposed to be? And then there's like, well, could you, you know, I think there are people who try to, there are black people who try to diminish whatever they feel like blackness is. You know, so perhaps perhaps something along those lines as far as like, that's not what it is. You're not diminishing whatever that whatever your idea of black black is but then we get all you know but then we can get into what is it to be black and you know but we ain't really getting into that or whatever that's for another day as far as far as but as a compliment I say thank you we got a five star review from Stephanie Sunshine Williams again she does the Mocha Minutes podcast I was fortunate enough to be on her uh, most recent episode I believe uh, with a gentleman by the name of Gerald who has a podcast called Buy Black um, yep, which yep. Uh, features and showcases black owned businesses uh, throughout the country that's an awesome podcast Mocha Minutes is an awesome podcast you should check them both out uh, she said five stars this podcast is amazing the topics are wide and diverse and always timely you should get into it i just want to see what she says after she gets through a whole book of lies <laughs> i hate, I your, hate face. your face i hate <laughs> your face <laughs> y'all niggas y'all niggas I don't even know you, but I hate your guts. Um, but thank you so much for the review. We really, really do appreciate it. I don't think we've really gotten a chance to read the reviews uh, because they wouldn't come up on the website for a while. Like on the Facebook page, they wouldn't show up. They show up like one or two and now they're all here. So I'm taking this time out to thank uh, Miss Abby Larson, who does a podcast called The Black Podcast with Father Teresa, uh, also the head of a page that Facebook is currently trying to kill called Reading in the Shade. Uh, they do a show called White on White Crime. Um, just an awesome, awesome uh, person that does an awesome, awesome show with another awesome person. Um, five stars. Always funny and informative. This show does wonders for my mood. We are literally the cognac of podcasting. <laughs> we the yak yak. We the yak of podcasting. A yak yak. Get that hashtag yak back. We got that. We that. Uh, Jeremy, who you know because he's our third co-host, left us five stars and didn't say nothing else. Uh, Erica, who is currently doing a podcast, an audio drama called Overwritten. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful audio drama. It's on the second episode at this point in time. Uh, she said, five stars. Amazing, talented, insightful, and super funny. I love listening to them. Check them out. Thank you so much. Uh, Fallon Matthew, who is the homie. You can check her out at Fallen, F-A-L-L-E-N, Kitty, K-I-T-T-I-E dot com. She's a writer. She writes noirs. She writes short novels. She writes erotic novels. She's a jack of all trades. Uh, gave us five stars. She's also uh, frequently on uh, the Black Podcast with Father Teresa. Uh, Rachel Smith uh, left a five-star review and says, Single Simulcast is a fantastic show, and I urge everyone to listen thought-provoking hilarious and deep i love this show um 
back when the show was just starting, Rachel and I used to talk books with one another. Like she'd be like, talk about this book. And I'd be like, I know this book. And it was just us. Like for all those folks out there who are doing podcasts, who are wondering about your listeners or if somebody's listening or if you're talking into a vacuum, they're listening. They're listening in ways that you may not see right now, but they're listening. You just have to trust your listeners and trust that they got your back. The ones that are there right now, they are riding for you when nobody else is riding for you. And so when you actually get some traction, please show them the support that they're showing you. They're riding for you right now. They're telling folks about you right now. It may not, uh, the, the seeds may not be blooming. They may not all be sprouting, but they're telling people about you. They're sharing your show. So don't give in. Don't give up. I know it's hard to do a show by yourself. I know it's hard to start off a show and not get any feedback. I know all of this, but don't give up. Don't give in. Keep pushing. Uh, William Joseph Jackson, who's the other fantastic person who does the black podcast with Father Teresa, Reading in the Shade, White on White Crime, um, the whole nine yards. Uh, Five Stars, been checking out the program for around three years now, and it's well produced with concern and care. Each episode is its own experience. Now, to know William is to know that to say that is high praise because he Definitely. is literally one of the he looks at everything with such a fine layer of critique. Um, when you hear a song, he hears the com- the uh, composition of the song. He hears the lyrics. He hears the music. He hears everything. You just hear a beat. He hears everything. And I sat down with him and talked with him about music that I was just, I loved it. It was like my favorite music of all time. And I was trying to talk to him about it. And he was like, did you hear this? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, rookie. <laughs> and- it was just like i've been schooled i've been taught so for him to say these things about us i really do appreciate it that's big to me like really big like i'm i'm happy that he thinks that um mike peterson uh who has a company called lion shield electronics uh we actually were we spawned we were sponsored by them a while back um devin read their ad he was like four it was adorable um he left us a five-star review. Uh, appreciate him. Uh, Bacon um, left us a review, five stars. They said, love these folks so much. Absolutely hilarious. And they're doing the Lord's work, reading through the book of lies and dissecting it. Literally the Lord's work. <laughs> Kendrick Merck Nicholson, who is a uh, one of the homies out here in Sacramento. He has, he's a tremendous rapper. Uh, if you get a chance, go on Facebook and all you got to do is type in Kendrick Merck and he'll come up and check out his music. Um, Merck one, uh, he said, this has got to be my favorite podcast. Love the commentary on every subject matter. I don't always agree with them, but their real and honest thoughts compel you to think beyond the subject to find your own intelligent conclusions. Always a great listen. we should say something for later (laughs) (laughs) like i kind of want to say something for the next setting um but they're here they're here and they're they're i I appreciate each and every one of y'all like in ways that if i tried to explain it to you it wouldn't make sense it wouldn't should we uh read the rest of them shanta or just stop 
I say we stop. I say we stop. Okay. And we'll pick back up. We'll pick, we'll pick back, back up next, next week. week. And, may, and, and maybe, maybe if, if some people who are listening, who are listening to, the to the show, you know, you obviously, obviously whenever this comes out, maybe they, they will take it upon themselves to hop on Facebook, go to single simulcast. I mean, go to facebook.com slash single simulcast and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. If you've left a review already, leave us a review on this show or a show that you listened to before. You know, we... Like, like the, the feedback. feedback. Let, us Let us know. You know, you, know, you don't, don't have, have to just say, oh, the overall the show is dope. dope. You, you can say, okay, okay. y'all was y'all really dope, dope on episode whoopty bam. Really thought that that was dope. Really liked what you said. Really didn't fuck with what you said. You know, whatever it was. You know, hit us up. Also, I don't think she, I don't, I don't, I know you're not going to let me just walk past that whoopty bam, ladies and gentlemen. That's a real thing now. Fucking whoopty bam. Like I say whoopty whoop. Whoop we be out there, you know, talking whoopty whoop, whatever, whatever. Whoopty bam, ladies and gentlemen, is a thing now. We are saying whoopty bam up in this motherfucker. Hashtag whoopty bam like a motherfucker. <laughs> hashtag SS cast. Hashtag whoopty bam. Hashtag hashtag content. Hashtag content. Oh my god. Hashtag content. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to Dan from Crown and College for hashtag content. Because I can get that out of my head. We love each and every one of y'all in a way that we can't convey. And we just want to remind you that with winter here, we're always here to listen to you. If you need to reach out to us, uh, telephone numbers, area code 916. Uh, 572-9016 you're also more than welcome to just hit me in the messenger just talk I'll listen you're not alone um, I'll give you the Skype information if you need it if you really need to talk I'm right there Shantae's right there and you are not alone we are walking with you it's a dark time sometimes and you don't need to face it by yourself um this single simulcast, I just want to say real quick, I'm really excited about what we got coming up over the next couple of months. Uh, we got some really great guests who are lined up. But right now, it, right now is the best time to be alive. Y'all be good. We'll holler at you later. Peace. This is single simulcast. You don't know by now that you're